happy that you decided to tune in. It means a lot to me because I feel supported by you on this journey of well-being, awareness, and electronic music. Now, before we dive into this episode, real quick, I want to share with you a free guided meditation I created. I meditate every day, and I think you should too. It doesn't have to be complicated, and you don't need to sit on your meditation pillow an hour a day to get the most out of meditating. It just takes consistent practice through a daily commitment and just 10 minutes of your time. My guided meditation is designed to help you to stay grounded and focused throughout your day and with any activity, whether it's work, making music, or handling life balancing issues. You can do it anytime, anywhere. You can even do it in a toilet stall. Grab your free copy at bit.ly forward slash tum free meditation. That's bit.ly forward slash T-U-M free meditation. I hope you'll enjoy it. And now it's time to dive into this episode of Mind the Music. Thank you. 
to you about a topic that we both love very much, which is networking and specifically um, networking tips for uh, musicians. And Catherine will also be adding a little something extra um, and will be giving her introvert friendly networking tips. So yes. yeah, <laughs> before we dive into that, let's just do some introductions, Catherine. Just why don't we share with everybody who you are, where you're from, um, and what you do in life, in music. Just tell us everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything. Okay. Well, hi, everybody, and thanks so much for having me. Um, so where do I start? <laughs> I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and I've been here for nine years. I came here because I started playing piano when I was seven, and Nashville is Music City, so I figured why not come to Music City to try to make a career in music. So I started in artist management and over time just kind of evolved in what I was doing. Um, but I was always into like the, the tech side of things. So I ended up being like the social media marketing go-to on the management team and would do the websites for the clients. And just over time, it was like labels and other managers were like, hey, who did your artist website? So I started getting freelance clients and now I have my own website design business. I design websites for musicians and industry businesses. And when I was starting that, I, I mean, I was working by myself at home for myself and just wanted some people to, to bounce ideas off of. I was feeling kind of alone. Mm -hmm. So I started this Facebook group called Music Biz Besties and turns out I wasn't the only one that felt that way. Um, the group now has like over 5,000 members from around the world and it's like what we're talking about today. It's all about networking and collaboration and just supporting each other. So that's kind of where I started and where I am now. In a nutshell. Yes. <laughs> so I, I like to talk about networking and I know you do too. Mm -hmm. um, now what I hear a lot, um, especially lately, I feel, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm just paying more attention to it or it's just out there a lot more but I see a lot of artists posting on social media um, inside Facebook groups or just really sending me messages or emailing me like yeah I'm struggling to get my music out there I'm struggling you know to get more visibility to get more eyeballs on me and what I do um, and I feel like a lot of um, artists out there and just really people in general working in the music industry kind of skip over the networking part of things because somehow they don't really know how to do it. It scares them. Um, they think it's icky. Um, they don't, they see it as something, I don't know, somehow negative sometimes. Like whenever I talk to people and I explain to them my vision on networking, I always get something like, oh, huh, I never, you know, looked at it that way. And for me, networking is really a two-way street. It's not about I'm going to reach out to so-and-so because I want to get something. It's really about, hey, this person seems really interesting. I can see some common denominators. I can see some, you know, some some areas of, of where I can be complimentary or, or where maybe I can help. 
at the very least I have my appreciation to give. There's always something that you can give and it's really about being equal partners in that situation and just figuring out like, yeah, let's let's chat, let's see how we can help each other and how we can help each other reach common goals or how we can support each other in, in achieving whatever it is that we want to achieve at that time. Um, so I don't know what your perspective is on this. Maybe you want to you wanna chime in too. Yeah, no, I have like five different like rules, I guess you can call them. Um, and the one about making it mutual is definitely one of my rules. And I think to get there, you have to, my first rule is to reframe the word networking. Kind of like you were saying, some people think it's icky or whatever. Like when I first started it, I thought like networking to me meant going to big conferences or going to big events or going to, for whatever reason, the picture in my mind is like just going to an event with a whole bunch of like old men dressed up in like fancy suits or something like that was what networking was in my mind. And so when I came to Nashville and didn't know anybody, I was like, why well, I hear that networking is like, you have to do this. So I'm going to have to figure out a way that I'm comfortable doing it. And that first step was to just reframe what networking was. Like I would go to those big events and get nothing out of it. And some people do, that's fine. But for me, that's not where I thrive. So I had to reframe what networking meant to me. And that was one-on-one -on -one conversations, like actually getting to know somebody. Like you said, um, it's not just about what can you give me? It's about, well, just, it's really about making a friendship. Like it's a relationship just like out of business life. It's just in the business world, you're just making another friendship. And how can you grow that and support each other? That's what it's about. So if you can reframe like the big conferences, big events, like elevator pitch, business card thing to how can I make this just a one-on-one -on -one actual relationship? I think that's much more doable for a lot of people than the big things. Yeah, I definitely, definitely agree with that. So we've discussed one of your rules. What are your other yeah. <laughs> yeah, so rule number one is to rethink the term networking. I mean, I'm gonna have my notes so I can go through them in order. Um, so I don't leave anything out. Um, so my, I have some like action steps for each one too. My action step for like reframe networking is to set up like a one-on-one. -on -one. I mean, you can't really do coffee meetings as easily right now. Um, but like you and I met because you reached out and you were like, Hey, let's have a zoom call and just get to know each other. Like mm -hmm. that's like people do that and that's okay. So how can you just have like a one-on-one -on -one time with somebody, even if you just like shoot them a video and in, on Instagram and just like, so they can see your face and just say, Hey, I'm Catherine. This is what I do. I saw what you do. I really think you're doing some great things. I wanted to connect. Like that's, it's, it can be that simple. Yeah. And um, we are definitely the perfect example because yeah, as you yeah. said, that's how we met. And, and I think it was last year or something and look what we're doing now. So yeah, <laughs> it's really I know that easy. <laughs> it is that easy and nobody else. I mean, not nobody else is doing it, but like, it's the rare thing that people actually do that. Yeah. So when you do it, you will stand out and make an impression on somebody. Um, if you're genuine. Yeah. So rule number two is your network equals your friends. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of like you were saying, like you don't just ask for things when you need them. It's like you have to think of your network, you're building friendships, you're building relationships. So it's like your, your network should know what your career goals are. They're, you're building that for support and they should know what you're working on so they can help you. Like if you just go ask, 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 that's not going to help. But if you tell them what you're working on, that's a much more 
genuine like conversation and then that can give them ideas like oh I can help you with this because you're working on that um like they might come up with ideas that you didn't even think to ask them about if you just share genuinely what you're working on um and they should also think of you when someone asks for a recommendation so my hope is that my network will refer me um when someone's like hey I need a website who do you know that they'll think of me because I've built a trust with them. They're my friends. Yeah. Um, And they know your goals. So they know what, what you're working on. So they know that it would make sense for them to refer somebody to you without wasting your time or their time and respecting each other's boundaries too. Yeah. So if I'd gone to like a big event and I was like, hi, Eileen, like I'm Catherine, like I design websites. Here's my business card. Okay. Bye. Like you don't get anything out of that, but for us to connect one-on-one, like we made a connection and then you knew what I'm working on. I know what you're doing and now we know how to support each other. So that's, yeah. it's that easy. <laughs> that. Look, we're yeah. proving it. <laughs> yes. Um, so my action step for that one is to figure out how you can add value to your current relationships. Like you don't have to just go find a new person every time you need something. Think about the people who you already have in your network. Yeah. Um, and I also yeah. want to add something to that because I, I do feel like a lot of people ask me, yeah, but I don't have anything to offer. That's not true. You always have something to offer, you know? And as I yeah. said, at the very least, you have appreciation to offer. And it's actually really nice when people send you a message and just say like, hey, I saw so-and-so or I saw your profile. I really liked it. And I just kind of wanted to let you know that I appreciate what you do. You know, I just wanted to tell you if you ever want to hop on a call and have a chat and get to know each other better or each other's business better, just let me know. Like yeah. that alone can be more than enough. It doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be this really great match thing or something. It could just be appreciation, you know? And it could be a quick conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be difficult or intense. It's just small touch points over time. Mm -hmm. Um, and then my rule number three is to not rely on social media. So social media is a great place to like find your connections, but you can't rely on social media to actually necessarily further those conversations. You have to have conversations off of your Facebook group or off of Instagram for those to actually become meaningful relationships. You know, um, I saw a girl post in my group, um, I guess last year at this point and she was just like hey who wants to go to happy hour here's the place let's let's all meet up and there was like 20 comments it was like sounds great sounds great and then the last comment I noticed was well nobody showed up so maybe maybe someone else can try next time and it's like that's what happens when you just rely on social media like when we're scrolling like everything sounds great but nobody (laughs) stopped to like write that down in their calendar you have to actually reach out to people individually and be like, hey, just making sure you're you're still on for tomorrow or whatever. Yeah. But don't just like think because somebody liked your post or whatever that that's going to turn into anything. We scroll and forget like two minutes later, you know? Yeah, for sure. And also, you don't have an emotional connection that way yet. So why should that person right. care? I know that sounds yeah. really harsh, but you know. <laughs> it's true, yeah. And at the end of the day, when you're like working and you're like, oh, I could go to that thing, but I don't know, I just don't feel like it because you don't have a connection with that person yet. So you have to step out of the social media bubble to actually really pull people in. Um, So, yeah. So my take action for that is to 
um, to coordinate a get together with people you already know. So who, who do you see on a regular basis or maybe you don't see them, but maybe somebody that like when I worked in artist management, this is how really music biz bestie started. There was a couple, like a label that we worked with a booking agent that we worked with and just a friend that I had at another job. And I was like, Hey, you and you and you and you, like, we're all about the same age. We're all doing different things, but we're all ambitious. Yeah. And in the music industry, would you all be up to get together for happy hour? And I sent an email to like four or five of them. They all replied all and were all like, yes, that sounds great. So like, just be the connector in your space. People yeah. don't have to know each other, but I think people are craving the, that closeness. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So how can you be that connector for people? Yeah. And also something I want to add to that, what I do, for example, is I make sure that, um, I have, you know, I, I put this in my Asana. I have like a referral or a friends or a check-in with this person tracker. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. I just make sure that I regularly check in like every every so-and-so months to say, like, hey, it's been a while. I did that with you. It's been a while yeah. since, we, since we talked. Like, let's hop on a call. What are you up to? You know, let's just catch up. Maybe there's something I can do to help you. And if you just put that like in a recurring task or whatever you want to do it like on your calendar and you make sure you check in with each other like i don't know every once in two or three months then then yeah. you really keep yeah you really keep that connection going and you you're able to keep track with each other and you don't necessarily as you said have to continuously go out and look for new new people because that's just really exhausting <laughs> yeah yeah and then you don't really even get to know people very well when you're always just searching for somebody new yeah true yeah. You keep leading me into my next rules like perfectly. <laughs> so my <laughs> next rule is to stay in touch often. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's like if you meet someone for coffee or lunch, make sure you follow up. And um, if you have somebody in the industry that you consider a friend, like don't just leave them hanging. Like check in on, on them every now and then. Um, so yeah, I think the benefits of networking happen after the actual get together, whether that's in person or a phone call or whatever, mm -hmm. because then your wheels, at least for me, your wheels start turning and you start thinking. And um, when someone comes to you and asks for something, then you can refer that person. Like nothing's going to happen immediately, but if you stay in touch, that's when you're going to benefit from making, growing your network. Yeah. And as you also mentioned already, like you, you just give yourself the opportunity to get to know the other person better. So obviously with anything in life, the better you know a person, just to, the more in depth the, the conversations become and the easier it really is to, to, to gauge like, okay, what do you really need? How can I really help you? And that's yeah. so much easier if you really have that trust and if you just know each other better and that takes time. Yeah. And it's okay to take time that way. Yeah. Like you're, I know a lot of people are like, I don't know where to start or I'm not good at networking or I don't have confidence in myself. And I always say, well, you're not supposed to when you just start out. Like you can't just start something and be good at it. Like think about whether you're a DJ or a musician, whatever you do, you don't just have confidence and start. Mm -hmm. You have to practice and practice and practice and keep performing to have the confidence. So it's the same with networking. You're not just gonna come out and be super comfortable talking to people. It's just keep staying in touch. Yeah, for sure. It's funny that you would mention that. I always use yeah. that example. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Too, like, 
you know yeah. like you you didn't become a dj overnight you have to practice yeah. your skills got better over time it's like training a muscle you know it's the same yeah. as you said with networking yeah sure. yeah <laughs> i love we're, like we're on the same wavelength here today i love it <laughs> um, and then my fifth rule is kind of what you started with but my fifth rule is to make it mutual um and it has to be mutual to be beneficial I know a lot of people think that they just need someone to give them a chance or if only this person way up here would talk to them that to get them a start or give them a chance. Um, and I know that sounds good in your head like, mm -hmm. oh, if the, the founder or CEO or president of this company would just like give me this opportunity, then whatever. But you kind of got to like work your way up. Like what is in it for that person at the top? if you're at the bottom like there, there's nothing mutual about that and that's okay like you're not supposed to like cross network like that you have to start at the bottom and work your way up and that's fine um yeah. so don't have these high expectations of i need to go network with this person to get here like you can network with his assistant or her assistant and yeah. and find your way in that way but yeah. just remember it has to be a mutual relationship to be beneficial yeah I totally agree with that and, and I definitely want to kind of speak a little bit more into what you said about you know the higher-ups I, I do feel I hear that a lot a lot of people saying like yeah but you know you need those people in those key positions mm -hmm. then I'm like well you know what if you put it that way it really comes across as not genuine no it's not authentic and people feel that like you can yeah. say whatever you want but people people really pick up pick up on that and Right. Just really not cool, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, when I worked in artist management, the lady, um, like I started my business as she was retiring. So she'd had a full career. Um, she was producer for, I don't know if you've heard of the Oh Brother, Where Art Thou um, oh, yeah, film. Yeah. And yeah. she was in charge of that soundtrack. Like she had a great career. Um, wow. And people would just email her and ask her to pick her brain or like, email and ask her, can I just have like an hour of your time? And to her, she was like, I don't have time for this. You know, like when you do that, the way it makes you look to that person is not what you're after. Like, I know it's like, if she would just give me a, an hour, I could prove myself. And maybe that's true, but she doesn't have an hour, you know? Um, so and if you had come to title to it, and I think no. that's so huge. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> if you had come to me, who was also just getting started, and working directly with her, it was just the two of us. Yeah. You could have made a relationship with me and that would have been the way to go, you know? Yeah. Um, you gotta start with people on your level. You can't mm -hmm. just, can I pick your brain or can I have an hour? Um, those people don't have hours, <laughs> so. Yeah, and also I feel like I've seen this, you know, myself, I've been in business for almost five years and, you know, in order to grow, um, and to scale your opportunities, you have to become a different person. Otherwise, if you keep doing the same things, you will not have, you know, different results. You will just right. keep doing the same things. <laughs> and so there are certain habits that you need to adopt. And some of those habits are, in my case, I'm not replying to everybody anymore. In the beginning, I would do that because I felt like, you know, I'm just starting out and I was a little maybe desperate. And if I don't reply to this person, maybe I will miss an opportunity. I had major FOMO, you know, and I thought like, if I don't reply, I will be, you know, regarded as not being friendly or whatever. But now I really, I have really healthy boundaries for myself and I just don't have the time to reply to everybody. It's just not yeah. working that way. And I want to have enough time to focus on the rainmaking activities. And so I have to adopt new habits. And that means 
putting myself a bit further away between me and maybe people who are just starting out, you know? Yeah, so I'm curious to hear, um, when, when do you say no and when do you say yes? Like what makes the difference between how you answer? Well, it's actually really, really easy to answer that. Um, I feel like you can immediately tell when somebody has not done their research. So, yep. you know, if they reach out to you and they have like this really vague email, this vague question, usually it's a question that involves, I have not done my research. I have not thoroughly looked into this. I'm just really looking for you to just give me all of the answers because it's easier for me Mm -hmm. And it's quicker for me. I think you can really pick those out. So yeah. for me, I won't even, in general, like 90% of the time, I won't even reply to those people anymore. Um, before, I would do it and I would give them tips and I would say, hey, I appreciate you for trying, um, but I want to give you some tips. This is really not the best way to address, you know, a person like this, like, you know, give them tips. Now I don't do that anymore. I just, yeah, I just don't reply yeah. anymore. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can really tell. I learned this in artist management, just people trying to email us and pitch us like, hey, will your artists cover my song? And it's like, no, like, that's not how you do. Like, <laughs> you don't yeah. just email the random address on the website. Like, yeah. you have to do your research. Yeah, um, and even it goes for like really on a different level. Like, for example, just, just to give you an example, today somebody added me on Facebook um, that I don't know. I don't like it when people just add me without sending me a message why and even though you know like if you message somebody that you're not connected with yet on Facebook you will end up in their message requests inbox but I feel like you should tell them like hey I saw I don't know whatever it is that you saw it really looked interesting to me um, it resonated with me I thought I'd add you maybe we can have a conversation about this so somebody today added me and I saw we had some mutual friends and I figured, okay, sometimes I'm like, I'm not right. sure, I'll just add them. And then I immediately asked, hey, thank you for you know connecting with me. What can I do for you? Why did you add me? And this person was like, yeah, I saw you're an artist too. Eh, I'm not an artist. <laughs> you clearly did not look at my yeah. profile. It says holistic life coach, I'm not an artist. Um, so I really, I did take the time with this person to say like, look, I'm just going to quickly give you some tips. Don't take this personally. This is not, yeah. make, don't make it mean anything <laughs> about you as a person. This is just the, the behavior, you know? And I just quickly gave him some tips and, and then, then I just kind of, you know, uh, yeah. deleted it and, and, you know, moved on with my day. But it's it's just really off-putting when people do that. It's it's really not cool. It doesn't show a genuine interest and it's just really a waste of time. Yeah, and it's so easy to just take that five minutes and figure out who you are. Like if they had just read that line on your profile, they would have known, you know? Um, when people reach out to me and they're like, hey, I joined your group and I really love what you're doing and I would love to hear more about what you're up to, then I'm like, yeah, let me talk about myself, you know? But if you're they- You're my group. Out, yeah. <laughs> And if they reach out and they're like, hey, um, I want to start my own business. I'd love to pick your brain. I'm like, nope. Like, what's in that for me? You have to make it worth my time. Like, yeah. If someone really just genuinely wants to meet me and talk about just music and business, then sure. But if you're like, I'm starting a business, tell me what you know. Like, there's, you got to word it the right way. Um, yeah. Yeah. As you said, you know, start with with your with your i would say call to action you know like yeah. why are you reaching out to, to that person what's what's the aim of the of the connection request and as you said you know just state your goals and 
tell them why why are you doing this like give it, yeah. give it some direction because that really is about respecting your own time and also the other person's time right you got to make it mutual um, and I think that ties all of the roles together um, and I actually have um, I don't know if you want to type this in the Facebook group or I can type it in the Facebook group, but I have um, some like networking email templates. So you can just take my words and drop in your little bits in the middle of them. Um, but like networking email templates, it's katherineforbes.com slash networking and you can get it for free. Okay. Yeah. Well, you, you can, you can feel free to, to type in the load if okay. you want to. Yeah. So okay. that they can yeah. uh, they can find it and, and um, download it. I think that would be great. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. So let me yeah. check if there's anybody in the group. Oh yeah, one last thing that I wanted to ask you. So we talked a lot about networking and how to do it, but what about the introverts? Like, do you have some yeah. tips for the introverts among us? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think those all kind of tie into to how I do it, but just stop thinking that you have to go to the big conferences or make the most out of those big events and really just focus on the one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. um, I've really made a lot of, of doing it that way. Um, and I still go to conferences, but I don't go thinking like, oh my gosh, I have to give all these business cards away or I have to make all these conversations. Like I'll say hi to the person who sits next to me, but I'm not like, oh my gosh, if I don't like make an intro, then this is not worth my time. Yeah. Um, just <laughs> realize that like introverts, um, at least for me, thrive in the one-on-one -on -one situation. Mm -hmm. um, so just set yourself up for success by creating those opportunities for yourself. Yeah, I also want to add to that. I think that's something that I've done a lot and that really helped me to kind of cope with the overwhelm sometimes. It's just if you can get a list of participants beforehand or just really in general have kind of an idea who will be there, you can already do some of your research before you go. Mm -hmm. And then you can already reach out to some of the people that you want to talk to and you give yourself kind of like a maximum people that you will talk to, like, like let's say five in a day, that's already a lot for one-on-one -on -one connections. But let's just say, you know, you set a target like, you know, no more than five people, and then you just reach out to, to a few people beforehand so that yeah. you don't feel awkward stepping up to them in real life. And you can say like, hey, remember me? I already emailed or phoned you or whatever. Do you want to have a coffee? And then it kind of feels like more accessible, you know? Yeah, I love that. I went to a conference by myself one year and I was like, I'm never going to do this again. It's kind of why I started my Facebook group. I was like, I need a group of people that I can go to when I want to go to an event, but I don't want to go by myself. Yeah. Um, so that was like another reason behind starting Besties. But like, whether it's in this group right here or mine, like, just say, I found this event. I want to go to it. Does anybody want to go with me? Um, if you can just like buddy up and go together, then you're still meeting somebody new, but you're not putting the pressure on yourself mm -hmm. to meet the people at the event. Um, yeah. Once you get yeah. there, you can kind of plan who you're going to go with yeah. and know that you're going to meet someone new and make a great connection with that person. Yeah. So. I really love that. Yeah. It's like not wanting to go in, inside the club or the party or the bar by yourself. And just yeah. Yeah. With people in front. I, I tend to do that. I mean, I'm okay going by myself, but if I don't have to, then I will just say exactly. like, hey, wait for me outside and then we can go inside together. <laughs> yeah. And usually like when you do get in and you have those conversations with people you don't know, like just remember that they probably feel just as awkward as you do. 
Um, yeah. So just ask them questions about themselves. Like people are good at talking about themselves. So just keep asking them questions. This um, reminds me of what you and I both at B school, right? By Marie Forleo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this reminds me of what she says. Um, like something along the lines of that, you know, it's a human being, you know, they shit, they fart. They <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's great. <laughs> so it's just like just like you. They all do all the nasties and just really it's just a human being. So don't put them up there, it's, you know. <laughs> right. I love right. that. You're not gonna mess it up. <laughs> nope. <laughs> just ask them questions. Okay, so um to round up, where can people find you? So we have already covered Music Biz Besties, so that's that's the Facebook group. Um yeah. your um your company is called Designing the Row, right? Yes. Did I get that right? Okay. <laughs> yes. Designing the Row, like Music Row in Nashville. So I called it Designing the Row. Okay. Yes. So if anybody needs um, to have a website designed, that's where they can find you. And if they want uh, broader networking opportunities outside of this group, then they can go to Music Biz Besties. And I'm not sure if you already did it, but if you want the free um, templates um, just to make it a bit easier on yourself, to go out there and start networking with people, then you can download the freebie. Um, thank you so, so much, Catherine, for doing this. It was really awesome. And yeah. We enjoyed it. <laughs> I know. It's like we planned it, but we didn't. We were on the same page the whole time. Yeah.